Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we are here for another week, which is very, very exciting. Guys, it has been a week. It has been, it's been intense this week. This week has been unique. I think having the job, I'll do, I'm just going straight into the life update. I feel like I just need to word vomit. I've literally been in uni from 10.30am till 8pm at night. No breaks, no nothing, no anything nice. But anyway, I'll get to that when I get to that. But this week has just been one of those weeks where so many things are happening. And I'm sorry if you can hear noise in the background. The neighbours are having another party and like, it's fine because it is a Saturday night and I am just ultra busy at the moment, but I'm really hoping that I can go to sleep because I'm struggling to sleep at the moment and that that's going to make it so much worse. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm sure I'll be fine. I've got earplugs, so, you know, it's all good. Um, but anyway, this week, it was all... It's been going okay. As soon as I had a break on Monday night, it was so much... Oh no, I was at work Monday night and Tuesday night. The job is going well. I am enjoying it. It's bit awkward at first but it's definitely like I feel like when I was working on the beauty counter I got really good at talking to strangers and I got really good at having like just random conversations with people just to entertain myself and I've got out of the habit of doing it and now this job is getting me back into the habit and it's also been a really interesting way to network with different types of people because I'm meeting people that well, I say meeting, I'm speaking to people that I would never have the opportunity to speak to otherwise. And they're all people in the sector that I want to go into or might be interested in going into. So I'm trying to see the positives. I was talking to my boyfriend about it earlier on in the week. And he was like, look, you chose to do this. You've got to stop complaining. And I was like, you're right. You're right. Because I was complaining all the time about it. I was like, I can't believe I have to go to work. I can't believe I have to do all these things. And he was literally like, you don't have to. You signed up for the job. You applied for the job and you got the job. If you didn't want to do it, just quit. And I was like, oh, you're so annoying and so right. And I wish I was less complaining. So now I'm not complaining and I'm merely seeing the positives. So we're focusing on the positives of this job, which is I get to meet lots of people I get to be paid to sit down, that's nice, relaxing, not being on my feet, and it's going to help me with my summer project, so that's a relief. In other news, uni this week has gone fine, it's been a lot of deadlines are due this week coming up, and that's kind of like a bit intimidating. We also got all of our results due on back on Friday, which was good. Mm, it was good like I did well in some of in one of them I did really well and then I did good in the other ones but it kind of I don't want to talk too much about it because it kind of really links to this week's podcast episode and I think it'd be more interesting to talk about it in relation to the podcast episode so we're gonna leave those out but it was good and I'm happy with how I did and I'm just trying not to and it was, no I don't want to talk about it because I feel like I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna go into it too much otherwise but the project's coming together, the one about um, menstrual health in the Gambia. So that's really interesting. I'm enjoying that. And like, we're getting there. We had our presentations and I had an exam. My God, I forgot I had an exam this week. Wow, it's been a it's been a busy time. But I had the exam on Monday, which went well. And I had the presentations on Tuesday, which went well. And I had the exam start on Friday, which... As I said, I went into uni today to do it because I just work so much better in uni. And especially when it starts, because stats is not my strong point and I've had my confidence. I feel like maths, me and maths have a love-hate relationship because I go through phases of thinking I really like it and I, I'm like okay at it. 
and then something happens and I get something wrong or something and it massively knocks my confidence and then I just think I'm shit at maths and then I don't think I can do anything and then I just feel really miserable and then I'm just like I just can't do this like this is just not for me this is not this is not what I'm meant to be doing and then it knocks my confidence and then I feel like really overwhelmed with it all and then I just can't do it and then it's like I start to understand it again and my confidence gets better it's like a vicious cycle of me versus maths and maths always seems to win but anyway it's going okay and then tomorrow morning when you listen to this I'm meeting my dad which I'm so excited about because I feel like I have been very much on my own here this term sorry I'm eating biscuits with my tea because I've got a tea because it's Saturday night and I'm again not really having a weekend this weekend but I'm excited to see my dad tomorrow I feel like I haven't really seen anyone this past few months um I haven't seen my boyfriend in literally months month a month maybe like five weeks at this point what date is it today I last saw him literally I saw him a month ago today so it's been nice to like have someone to see tomorrow I know I saw my nana but I feel like I'm really close with my family and I was meant to see everyone today but it just didn't work out because it was gonna cost get this it was gonna cost 800 pounds for two nights in London and I was like we're not doing that I'm sorry I love you all dearly but that is such a waste of money we could literally go on a holiday somewhere for that London is so expensive it's ridiculous um but I'm so excited to see him we're gonna go to Dishoom if you haven't been to Dishoom for breakfast would so recommend did you know they do unlimited chai I'm gonna move up because I'm just sat in a really weird position they do unlimited chai um tea for breakfast and I had this naan bread breakfast thing and it was so nice it was so yummy last time so I'm excited to see him and then I'm working in the evening which is like a bit gross but it's fine you know positive I'm not complaining you see oh my god how could I forget and on Thursday oh I went to go see my housemate's opera scenes because she had her opera exam and it was so good and she was so great and I was so proud of her and it was just really nice and then we ended up getting accidentally drunk accidentally drunk is my favorite type of drunk to be because all of a sudden I was just there and then I realized I hadn't really eaten much that day because it had just been one of those days where I just rushing like I'm just late at the moment and I can't I don't really have a valid excuse as to why I'm constantly late at the moment it's got to the point now which is quite bad where I've just accepted I'm late to my lectures so much so that I mentally actually don't really care anymore which is bad because I know it's bad because I'm just it's because I'm tired it's not like a lack of motivation or lack of wanting to be there or anything like that like I know I should be there and I do really try to be there but I'm so tired that I end up doing everything else but and especially because I've been going to the gym in the morning I'll just be at the gym and I'll be like I really don't want to go to uni like I really don't but I have to I have to go to my lecture so I'll just go and then just be late and just be like I'll just watch it recorded it's absolutely fine don't you worry about it which is probably not the best way for me to be about it all but we're moving it is how it is and at least I'm getting to uni at the moment which is impressive I know the strikes aren't good for so many people's learning experience I'm not saying they're good but I have strikes a lot of the next few weeks and I am excited to sleep in like I can't lie I am excited to be able to have seven hours sleep a night. That is a luxury that I do not have at the moment. Well, no, I lie. I do have seven hours. I try, I think with me, I need to have seven hours sleep a night. Seven and a half is beautiful. That's my 
Eight hours is the goal, is the dream. Seven and a half, very good. Seven, good, I'm okay, I'm a little bit tired. Six hours sleep, I, my eyes are burning, I feel groggy, I get headaches. I like, six hours sleep is not good, but that's the amount of sleep that I've been running on a lot recently, so... I am excited to have a bit of a lie-in, I can't lie. I've been feeling very nostalgic recently and I don't really know what it is. I don't know whether it's a, I'm at a point in my life where... I don't, I just don't really know what it is. I've just been feeling very nostalgic about how life is changing and how the people around me are changing and how the things in my life is changing and how the seasons in my life are transitioning and kind of how I'm transitioning into being an adult but I don't really feel like an adult anymore. No, not anymore. It hasn't come and then gone. That would be really weird. I don't really feel... It's like the things I'm doing at adulty and the way that I'm living my life, I guess, is like adulty. Like, I live in London. I cook... I was going to say I cook my own dinner, but that's not very adulty. That's just normal. I can't explain it, but, like, things that I'm doing, I'm doing my master's. All of a sudden, in September, I'm going to have to have a job and all of these things are starting to, like, become awareness. So I've just been feeling very nostalgic about the past like part of me just wishes I wonder if it's linking to the fact that I feel very overwhelmed at the moment I feel quite like overwhelmed with what's going on and how not no I don't feel super overwhelmed I just feel very busy I feel like a lot is going on and when I'm feeling ultra busy like I am at the moment I feel like I crave a pause button and in those pause buttons I think I crave kind of like going back in time to when everything was a little bit like simpler but then I think back to when things were simple and I realised they weren't really that simple. And I think it's really easy to think of a rose-tinted glasses about how the past was. Or how you think the past was. But then you realise the past was never really that way. And that's a hard thing to... It's a hard thing to process because you think it's going to be a certain way and it's just not. It's not what you thought it was. It's funny the different things that you remember as well, isn't it? Because there's things that I remember about my childhood. Like, I got my... Oh, God. I got my ADHD assessment and it was mortifying. I don't know if you guys saw on my Instagram account. Let's just say one of the points, one of the points was Isabella walks into a lot of lampposts. Isabella walks into a lot of lampposts. That is one of the points that is going down to all of my tutors at uni. I can't believe I overshared that much. I can't believe I admit to it. I remember making a purposeful point, being like, I need to tell him this, it's important. It's not important. I didn't think it was going to get written down. I cannot believe I'm going to have to share it with all of my tutors. That's so embarrassing. But anyway, there was a thing on it when I was like... Mum used to tell me when I was eating dinner that I would stand up. Like, you was like, Bella, you've got to stop being a horse. You can't be a horse on your week. Because I always used to stand when I was eating. Um... And I remember this and I wrote it in my ADHD assessment type thingy. Well, they wrote it anyway because we were chatting about it. And mum was like, I'd forgotten about that. Like, I didn't remember that that happened. And I was like, that's so weird, isn't it? The things that the things that are key in my mind will not be the things that are key in your mind. And it's just an interesting thing to think about the fact that we're not all... The things that make up our childhood are not the same. I was going through my digital camera because... Maybe starting something new. Something... I don't know. I don't want to give it away. Uh, this is... If you've got to this point, then you are a true listener. So now you're getting on the on the new things that are coming with you. You've got mail. But something exciting is coming. And mm, I'm just excited. I don't want to give away too many things. Because I haven't really thought about the ins and outs of it yet. But 
get ready for a new a new thing a new thing I don't know I don't know whether to give you little clues maybe I'll give you a clue every week but something new is starting and there's something to do with my camera that's quite a big clue to be honest so I feel like it's not really that hidden but you know if you think you know then message me or respond to the little Spotify box because I can see your responses um which reminds me one of you asked me what the book was I mentioned on the podcast two weeks ago about the magic gratitude it's called the magic it's a gratitude book it's called the magic but anyway I was looking through the SD card for my old camera and this SD card I used on my I got a digital camera when I was I was obsessed with taking pictures when I was a kid and we got these little like digital cameras made when I was nine my sister was not seven she must have been older maybe I was 10 and she was eight I don't know but I had a blue one and she had a silver one and these like SD cards that we used, I just got the use the same SD card in my camera now. I just moved it across because I didn't want to buy a new one. SD cards are expensive, but I was just looking at it all this morning. No, last night. What this is why I only have six hours sleep because I do weird jobs before I go to sleep. But I was looking through it and there were so many pictures. There was like videos from our childhood, and I was like, this is crazy I've never looked at any of these before and they're things that I just hadn't remembered but it was weird because as soon as I saw where the videos were of I instantly remembered that visit or those people that were visiting in that time and I was like it's so this is why I love taking pictures of things so I love making like little things because it transports you back into that moment and I think that I don't know I just I'm feeling very nostalgic about everything at the moment maybe it's because I feel far away from people and I miss home a bit I don't feel homesick, homesick. I just miss people. I miss, like, my mum and I miss my sisters. And I miss my grandparents. I just feel like life is very full on at the moment. And I'm really loving everything that's going on. And I'm so grateful to have everything that's going on. But I do miss the things that make me feel, like, anchored. You know? It can be hard. I feel like it can be hard being away from everyone when you're super busy. Because... You don't have that time to make time for other people as much as you want to and as much as you feel you should. Like, I know I need to speak to people really quickly. Like, I have so many people I need to speak to, but I was in uni till 8pm and it's really hard to manage to fit that in. It's hard not to feel guilty because in those moments where I might be free to call people, I kind of just need a bit of, like, a momentary break of my brain just to be like, okay, everything is okay. Like, just kind of get an okay level with things if that makes sense my housemate just came to say goodnight to me which made me lose my trail of thoughts slightly so I'm not really sure where I was going to end the nostalgia point because I feel like nostalgia needs an entire podcast episode on its own but we're not doing nostalgia this time we are doing all about purpose and finding your purpose and what purpose means to me because I think it's a topic that is something that I struggle with and I've been learning quite a lot about recently and I just want to share I just want us to have a chat about it because I feel like it's something that deserves to have a chat about and it's something that's important that you start considering and thinking about because I think it's one of the things that it's one of the biggest implications it's one of the biggest factors that implicate our lives and I think it's something really important to consider and to be aware of and to start questioning and to start developing your thoughts around and I just want to have a chat about it to be honest um but yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode and let me know what your thoughts are. Send me a little message, reply to the question box. I can see everything that you put in and I love reading what you think. But on to the new part of the podcast, which is what purpose means to me. 
So today we are talking about purpose and everything that purpose means to me and my thoughts around purpose and how I see purpose as a concept that's evolved in my mind as I've got older and why I think it's something important to talk about. Because I think purpose to me has meant many different things as I've got older and I think what well, maybe the concept of purpose and the idea that it's a driving force behind what you do things, that's always stayed there saying. But like the things that I gave purpose to, the things that I believed were my purpose, have shifted as I've got older into a way that's so much healthier. And I just wish that I'd been aware of the unhealthy things I was attributing my purpose to when I was younger and as I've got older and as I was growing up. And I kind of just wish that I'd been more aware of these things and more aware of how the what you emphasize is an important thing what you emphasize is your purpose the impact that that can have on you and why it's important that you consider these things as you get older and consider them while you're younger anyway not necessarily as you get older but I just think it's an important thing to consider I think my idea around what gives me purpose my idea around what drives me when I was I think I've always struggled with associating purpose with my level of achievement and associating purpose with the things that I did and that gave me a purpose it was almost like it wasn't the concept of achieving the things that I did it was the actual idea that these things that like achieving was my purpose and I think this mindset of having achievements linked to my purpose has been a really toxic thing that I've really struggled to unpack and deal with and I don't know I don't know whether it's see I've been questioning a lot recently whether is that just the ADHD that's how my brain works is that I really struggle to if I get a bad grade in something I really struggle then to balance that out even if I got great grades in two things and bad grades in one thing like like I will focus on the one thing and it's not a dramatization of what's happening it's like an I cannot I cannot comprehend that the balance of that result and that sometimes that's led me to me like associating my purpose with achievements and not being like a balanced view of it all kind of being like an all or nothing and I think this has meant that a lot of my value in myself because I think I've linked as I've got older I've realized the link that I have formed between like things that give me a purpose and finding my value in these things that give you a purpose and my need to achieve and need to do well at things because I've often found in things where I haven't done as well as I wanted to do and let me like like the well that I want to do it's not just like it's always been a thing with me that's never been okay just to be like it had, a good wasn't enough it had to be an excellent like I had to get the top mark in something and if I didn't get the top mark in something then I would instantly think that I was a failure and that I shouldn't do anything and that I should drop out and that I should just stop and I think this has been the thing that I've been unpacking a lot recently is the danger of associating your purpose with achievements because when those achievements don't go to plan when those things in life don't go to plan it then comes all the way back down to your self-worth and it makes you doubt yourself and it can be a really crumbling thing. And this has been a thing that I always think I've unpacked and I always think I've dealt with and I always think I've thought about so much more than... It's like a never-ending cycle. Like the reason... So I got some exam results back on Friday and I did really well in one of them. Like, And it was the big one. It was the one that was worth the most. Like, I did really well in these essays that I wrote and I was really happy with it. And I was so proud of myself for doing it. 
and then I got the other two things were back and like I still did good in them it wasn't bad I know I did good in them like and I'm proud of myself and I passed them all like it's fine this master's is one of the most it's like the hardest thing I've ever done and so I'm doing good and I'm proud of myself for it but when I got those results and I didn't do as well as I thought I had like I nearly dropped out on Friday like I literally sent a message and I was like I think I'm gonna drop out because I don't think I can do this. I don't think this is for me. I don't think I'm smart. I don't think I'm good at maths. I don't think I can do any of this. I don't think I'm the right person for this course. I don't think I'm the right person for anything. And I just fully doubted everything about myself because for so long, for so long, me at school, my purpose was achieving things. My purpose was doing well. It was like my goal in life was to get all of the awards was to get all of these different things and it's like I see it when I look at the head teachers awards I got every single head teachers award you know like I've always a lot of my character has been based on needing to do everything and get everything because in my med in my mind and this again is an ADHD thing of not being able to differentiate important information not important information have a balanced argument about it all but in my mind, if I don't get great in everything, I can't balance it out, which has meant that in moments where I don't get great things, like on Thursday, I was devastated. Like, devastated. Like, sobbing. And it's ridiculous because looking back, like, now I'm in a calmer mind frame and I'm fine. Like, don't worry, it's okay. Like, I, And I know this is silly because I know I did well and I'm not trying to say it like, oh, I did terribly, I know I did well, I know it, but my brain, it's not me being dramatic, I literally was like, I think it's just easier if I drop out, I don't actually think I'm smart enough for this course, I don't think I'm good enough for this course, if I can't get great marks, then I shouldn't be here, because so much of my purpose has been associated with me doing really well in things, and I think that's been a really toxic thing. And I think it makes me think there's no point in me doing it if I don't do great in something. And that's been another tricky thing. And I think that's been the thing that I've really had to unpack a lot is like when you feel like it's pointless to do something when you don't get the desired outcome, then it probably means your purpose for doing it wasn't, wasn't the right reason in the beginning. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Like... I've been thinking a lot about my, if your purpose for doing something was just to get the best grade and you're absolutely devastated when you don't get the best grade possible, then what was the point in you doing it? Because I know it's upsetting to not get the grade you want. I know it's upsetting to not get the thing that you want, but ultimately you should come out of it thinking my purpose in that was to learn and I learned. Therefore, I'm okay. Whatever grade I get is irrelevant because my purpose in that entire experience was to learn. And my purpose in that statistics thing was to learn. And I learn and I passed. But my purpose wasn't that. My purpose was behind me doing it was I want to get a good grade. Again, it was this constant thing about grades and grades and grades and grades. And it's almost like getting these things validates who I like who I am. And I've been unpacking it so much recently and journaling about it and trying to work on it. And I think the first step is realising that it's recognising these issues. It's recognising these thought patterns. It's recognising these ways that your brain works because 
sometimes these things slip back into parts of your life that you didn't think they'd slip back into and then they trip you up in parts where you are feeling down and that's why it's important to recognize these kind of flaws that we have in our thinking that end up holding you back because I was listening to another podcast about the importance of purpose and this is where I think it's really this is the thing having a purpose is so important having a purpose is that driving force behind why we do something. It's the reason what makes you wake up in the morning. It's the reason why you do things. You're not doing it because you... I'm not going to uni just because I want to go to uni. I'm going to uni because it gives me a purpose in my future career, because I want to learn, because I know it's going to drive me forward. It's part of getting me to where I want to be. And... It's been a thing I've been thinking about a lot recently is the importance of having a purpose and having that thing to wake up for and having that thing that keeps you going. Because the reason I started You've Got Mail was the fact that I needed I needed a purpose again. I had too much free time and I didn't feel like I had a purpose. I didn't have a thing that was just for me that I was building and I was growing. And so many people talk about how it's the journey of building something. And I think it's the reason that it's the journey about building something is because in that moment you have a purpose. You have a purpose for getting to A to B. I have a purpose recording these podcasts every week. I have a purpose posting the TikTok videos. Like, I know it's silly, but these things, they give me a driving force to keep going. And I think this is why when I compare this to the way that I've dealt with kind of exams in the past, when this wasn't doing well, I still did it. And... I think it's interesting that even when it wasn't doing well, I didn't feel like emotionally invested in it. Like I didn't feel, no, that was the wrong way of describing it. Obviously I am emotionally invested in it. I didn't feel, when it wasn't doing well, I didn't feel super upset. I didn't feel, I didn't really feel anything. Like I was like, oh, uh, part of me did question if I should carry on, like, is this a good use of my time? But then I was like, well, my purpose is doing it, is doing something for me. It allows me to free up my headspace. I really enjoy recording the episodes. It's for me. Therefore, whether it does good or bad doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It's outside of me. And that's what's important. I think this is the thing about purpose that I'm trying to emphasise is the fact that I think the thing about purpose and the thing that you need to recognise with purpose in your life is that it needs to be something that's within you. Purpose needs to be within you. If you carry on trying to find the purpose outside of you, if you try and find purpose in things outside of your control, then you're going to end up disappointed because at some point, these things that you give your purpose to, these things that you give your life to are going to end up being different than how you expect it. And it's going to mean that this purpose that you think you have isn't going to be fulfilled anymore. And that can be really tricky. It's like me giving my purpose to getting high grades. At some point, I'm not going to get high grades. At some point... Like, I'm going to get really challenged with what I'm doing and there's going to be a limit and it's going to be really hard. And then in that moment, everything comes crashing down because not only have I given that my purpose, I've built my life around it and I've built my self-worth into it. I haven't focused on my purpose being learning. I've focused on my purpose being the outcome, not the journey. And I think this is why it's important that your purpose comes from within you rather than external things because often that thing that's within you is the thing that's important, is the thing that you can control, is the thing that's going to benefit you. And if your purpose is the thing inside of you, then that's what's going to make it great. That's what's going to push you to carry on going, even when it's not going to plan. I think it's really important to question what purpose means to you as a person and what purpose means and where do your purposes come from and 
where do you draw these kind of these lines, these lines in your mind about where how everything links up? Like when I think about going to uni, I haven't thought about any of this before, and I just think it's really interesting. I haven't really put two and two together that my logic behind going to uni changing the purpose of it into going a learning experience okay I didn't get the grade I wanted but I learn that's okay that's what it's there for that's the real purpose of education is to learn and if you learn then you should feel fulfilled with what you did stop focusing so much on the outcome focus on the journey the purpose behind it the lesson that you got taught that's what's important you know with the podcast, I focus so much on why was I doing it, on the why behind it, because it made me feel good, because I liked recording these episodes, because I like having these conversations, because it prompts conversations, it prompts these thoughts in my head that I don't have otherwise. It's like a blank slate where it's like, I feel like it's just a little, I don't know, I can't describe why I like it so much, why I enjoy recording the podcast so much, but it's a place where I can just think things over and think things through and make sense of everything in the world and that's its purpose. Therefore, its outcome was irrelevant. Its outcome of how well it did didn't matter to me because as long as I was given the space to explore these different thoughts I was having, to explore the world around me, to explore... I'm just going to move because I've realised I've really been... Whenever I'm recording an episode, I end up just getting close, like lying down, lying down on my bed. And then at one point, I'm just fully lying down. And you probably can't even hear me. But this is what I was thinking, is that as long as I've given that space to explore the thoughts and have these conversations and chat to all of you and have that space for me then regardless of how well it did, regardless of the numbers, I'm still going to do it. And I think that's why it's really important to have a purpose that aligns with something that benefits you as a person, doesn't benefit you, maybe benefits you as a person is what I mean, like benefits your soul, benefits your mind, benefits you. You, not you as a CV, not you as a job prospect, not you as something that's a tick on a piece of paper benefits you how do you grow from it I think that's what's important to notice about purpose that purpose is about growing purpose is about finding out things about yourself that push you to be a version of yourself that you really want to be that push you to find out new things about yourself that push you to explore different aspects of your character I think that's what's important and I think this is how my version of purpose has changed as I've got older and as I have experienced different things is the danger in putting purpose in things that are outside of you is that when it falls down then it can massively attack your self-worth as I said and it can lead you in the situations where I wasn't feeling great and where I did think I should just drop out because what's the point of me being here if the whole entire purpose was me to get high grades and I didn't get high grades but when I shift that purpose to be me learning regardless of the outcome I learn therefore there's a purpose in me being there and it takes the power away from the outcome and puts the power back in the journey which is interesting because so many parts of the great things that we experience it's the journey I was watching I was listening to the podcast by it was Diary of a CEO I love those ones and you know the magician oh my god I can't remember his name I can't remember his name um oh what was it okay I'm gonna have a look now the mind's so weird, isn't it? Like, not gonna lie, I went off on a tangent then because I went on my iPad to look at the name, then I all of a sudden I ended up on TikTok and then I ended up on this, like, 
like sobriety, like an alcoholic trying to cut out alcohol and ended up in like the dangers of like alcohol addiction. And now I remember the name. He's called Darren Brown, the magician. Like I didn't search it. It's weird, isn't it? How in those moments your brain just freezes and when you're not frozen, you can think about these things. It's so strange. But he was saying about, I don't even know if it was Darren Brown. No, I think it was the guy who wrote The Chimp Paradox. You know, The Chimp Paradox, the book. I did a podcast on it called, I think it's called The Chimp Paradox. I can't really remember or like not listening to my emotions. That book changed my life and I would really recommend you all read it. Read it. But Diary of a CEO did a podcast with him and the author of the book and it is brilliant and I loved it. And he spoke about how the the fine line between having a purpose and letting that purpose dominate your life and... I think that's the thing, that's the, that's where I got it wrong with having a purpose that was so related to so like quantifiable by things outside of me. And I think the way you let things stop dominating your life is you find the lesson in them, the adjective, the thing that they teach you, the verb, not adjective, the, the verb, the thing, the doing thing, you find that doing thing within yourself. And that's how you stop letting these things dominate your life is the, the doing thing itself becomes the thing that dominates, you know? It, it's for you, it's what you get out of it, it's, it's learning, it's, it's growing, it's absorbing knowledge, it's, I'm trying to think of all the different things, but the example they gave, which was interesting, it was the lady who really struggled with her, like, without having a purpose, and all of a sudden her purpose became helping others, helping animals, and once she had that purpose, she felt really good again, she felt like she could get up in the morning because that purpose gave her something to drive towards. And I think that's why having a purpose is so important because it gives you that thing to drive towards. It makes you get up and go in the morning. But I think there also has to be a awareness for what you put your purpose in. It has to be things that aren't going to become things that are very toxic and things that end up just bleeding you dry because it's so... If if your purpose is constantly trying to help other people, at one point you're not going to be able to help yourself and that's going to be when everything starts to crumble. It's such a fine line, isn't it? Between having these things that empower you and make you strive to do the best that you could possibly do, but also having these things that... But also being aware that these things don't dominate and not accept and not associating them with your self-worth. I think this is the thing I want you to gain from this episode is find your purpose in things that are about you that help you grow as a person, not as a CV, that help you learn, that open doors, that allow you to meet new people, that allow you to have new types of conversation, that aren't so regimented and kind of, okay, my purpose in life is to be, is to make money and it's fine if you want to make money. I'm not saying like that shouldn't be your purpose if that's what you really want to do. But the purpose shouldn't be in the actual making money. It's that I want to be able to learn so much about this industry. I want to be able to wake up and I want to be able to... Maybe making money was such a bad one. I can only think about it in terms of my own thing, which is education in terms of I need to get these grades. No, I'm going there to learn. And that's what's important. Or I'm recording a podcast to gain a massive following and become a worldwide sensation. No, I'm recording the podcast because it gives me a place to share my thoughts and it allows me to have these conversations and it lets me expand the narrative on different things going on in my life. That's why I'm doing it. And when these purpose, when the purpose of these things is more central to your core, then I think it really drives you. And it means that no matter what, you're going to end up in a beneficial situation because the main purpose is going to be achieved. 
But, and I also think with that, it's easier to like, you don't associate it so much with your self-worth because there's, it's not so quantifiable. It's more of a constant journey. And I think that comes into the kind of full circle moment of it's a journey about things that matter. It's, it's the journey that pushes you to keep going it's the journey that most people enjoy and when the purpose of things is associated with things that are associated to your core they kind of never end the journey never ends if your purpose is to learn you're never going to stop learning you're always going to be learning if my purpose is to promote these interesting different types of conversations and to provide a comfort to people and I don't know do you know what I mean if my purpose is these types of things then that's never going to end as long as I provide the podcast and as long as I carry on recording the podcast like it's it's very much what I want to do about it and I think that's what's important so my biggest tip for you is if you have been thinking about what your purpose is I want you to think about what your purpose is as a goal on a piece of paper and how you relate that to you like you as a person trying to grow what characteristics are they what things about yourself what verb is it that is your purpose And how can you relate that to your journey so that it's a purpose that's constantly striving to get you to a place that you're never going to reach the finishing line of. And that's not a scary thing. That's an exciting thing because it's going to constantly drive you forward. But anyway, on to the questions for this week's episode. It is five to twelve, but I... I am awake and recording this episode. I am not going asleep until it is done because I want this out for tomorrow and I'm excited about this episode. I've really enjoyed recording it, so that's good. Okay, first question. Um, Do you think we have many purposes, like being a friend and a daughter? What is it to you? You know, I think this is really interesting considering, like, the episode, like, the points I've just made then about purpose. By the way... I think it's really, the thing I really like about the podcast is I don't really think about things before I say it. So as I'm saying, it's literally my trail of thought. And I think it makes me think about things in a different way because if I planned out what I was going to say, I'd feel more regimented in what I had to say and I wouldn't really explore the different thoughts that I have. And I think it's when I explore the different thoughts that I have that I come up with new ways of thinking about things and that's what I find really interesting. And that's one of the reasons I love doing the podcast is because it's like verbal journaling. That's literally how I describe it. It's like verbal journaling. And I think this way of like having many purposes being a friend and being a daughter I'd say that all gets grouped into my purpose is to love my purpose is to support my purpose is it's it's taking like my purpose isn't to be a daughter to you my purpose is to love you and support you and care for you and I think those are things that are never going to end and I think it's interesting to think, I do think you have many purposes. I don't, I don't think there's a one, t- I don't think there's one purpose that I have. I think my purpose that I feel like I have a scientific purpose, but then I have a podcast purpose type thing. And then I have a purpose is my role is many different, like in relationships and with my friends and as me as a person and with you've got my, I feel like I have so many different purposes, but I also know you know how everyone has that core list of belief about themselves or core list of things they really want to attain and like maintain? I think that's what's really important to me is that I've maintained like those things. They're my driving force. That 10 list word, no 10 list word, that 10 word list. They're my driving forces forward. That's my purpose is to love people, is to support people, is to care for people I don't like do you know what I mean it could be anything but I think yeah definitely we have more than one purpose but I think rather in my mind anyway rather than seeing it as like 
being a daughter is my purpose and being a friend is my purpose. All those those things, I do think I'm obviously going to have to be there. I'm obviously I want to be there. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I more think of it in terms of my purpose is to love you. That's what I want to do, you know? I feel like that's been, from this podcast, I didn't really think about it that way before, but that's, that's my new way of thinking about things. And I think it'll help me deal with when things don't go to plan, you know? Currently going through a breakup. What can I do to find my purpose and my new normal routine? I think in the beginning stages of a breakup, it's really tricky and it's really overwhelming and everything is different and everything is new. But I think your new normal routine, I think it's really important that when you're feeling shitty and when you are feeling down. So being honest, before Christmas, I wasn't feeling great. And I really was feeling very overwhelmed with everything and I just found everything too much. And when I first came back here, I wasn't doing that great either. Uh, beginning of January I was really struggling and my routine was fine like it was good but it wasn't good enough you know and I wasn't proactively putting things in place that would put me in the best possible position for my mental health I wasn't being proactive about my mental health and I think that was something that was really tricky and it's something that I am now a lot more aware of and I think your new routine your new normal routine sit down and think about the things that make you feel good. For me, exercise makes me feel really good before I... Like, if on a day where I work out, I feel really good. It's not the same for everyone, and I'm not saying that that's, like, the way yours should be. I'm saying sit down with yourself and think about the ways that... What makes you feel good? What makes you feel great? What things would you like to implement? Now, don't go crazy. Don't go, like, off the wall with all these different things that you think you should be doing. But start off small and work up. So my morning routine is... I wake up, I get, like, normally, like, I do all my jobs, like, make my breakfast, no, make my, like, lunch and get dressed and everything. Then I always religiously, like, have a coffee and write out my gratitude list. So write 10 things that I'm grateful for. And then I look over one of them and I read every single one and I, like, feel, like, grateful for it rather than just shutting the book. And I go to the gym. And at the gym... Maybe this is weird, but I listen to podcasts at the gym and I think this is weird, but I find the gym, apparently it's like an ADHD thing, but the gym is a place where I can think, like I think really clearly at the gym and I find I really enjoy listening to podcasts there because it makes me think about different things in a better way and like I'm planning things and I'm thinking of podcast stuff and I really enjoy that. So I think the way you find your new normal routine is finding the things that you really enjoy doing that make you feel great, that put you in the best positive mindset that'll help you get through this because you need to be putting yourself in the best possible position because if you don't it's going to be something that like you don't want to hinder yourself anymore if that makes sense you need to keep pushing yourself to be in the best like not pushing yourself sorry that was the wrong language I mean putting yourself in the best possible position for you to succeed and that means making sure you have a nice breakfast when you wake up that might mean making breakfast before you go to sleep so it's ready in the morning so it's easy might mean waking up 10 minutes earlier so you can have a bit of a journaling or meditate before you go to sleep or I don't know but I think the way you find your best new normal is sitting down and working out the things that make you feel great and just trying it out and not putting too much pressure on yourself either I was feeling really shit so I bought a gym membership very spontaneously and I've been going to the gym every single day and I've honestly I feel so much happier and I think it's just trying new things out, seeing where you go with things. It doesn't have to be the make or break. You don't have to do it forever. You can just try it. And if it makes you feel better for a week, then that's something, isn't it? It's better than nothing. Um, 
How do you do small talk and open up to new people? Hmm. I have mixed opinions about small talk. So, my first tip is for meeting new people and starting conversations and stuff. Realise that people love to talk about themselves. People love talking about themselves. So, ask people questions. Try and, if you've met them before, try and remember, before you meet them again, have a think about what they told you and think about good questions to ask. Like, if they started a new job, ask how their job's going. If they went on holiday somewhere, ask about how the holiday was. If they are going to start their new course, like their master's or degree soon, ask them about their course, ask them where they want to go with it, ask them why they're interested in it. But you also have a think about, like, alternative, like, interesting questions. Think about what you're really interested in and ask them that and get them talking and as they're talking as they say something pick up on it and think of the next question you're going to ask I think I'm quite good at this I'm quite good at hearing what people are saying and coming up with things very quickly about what I want to ask them about because I've always asked so many questions and been so annoying as a person I'm the most annoying person to talk to I'll ask so many questions because I'm so I'm genuinely interested and I think that's how it's quite easy to meet new people and start new conversations is just chatting, just asking people questions, letting them talk about themselves and asking follow-up questions and not worrying that they're just letting them out, just let them talk. And then eventually they'll ask you questions before you know it, you'll have a question, a conversation. And I think the way you learn to open up to new people is realising that it takes time and when you feel comfortable and ready to open up to people, then that'll be the right time. Not rushing it. I think that's the thing. Probably one of my biggest issues is that I'm I'm a massive oversharer, so maybe that's maybe that's a fault, but I think don't rush it. When you feel ready to open up to people, you'll be ready to open up to people. Oh my god, there's so many questions. I'm trying to trying to pick another one. Finding a balance between working hard to get what you want and trusting the process. Hmm. This is interesting actually, because I think I think my way of dealing with it sometimes maybe isn't the healthiest and isn't like the ideal way I think this idea that I have this idea of like I have to try if I try as hard as I can whatever I did then is good enough and if I didn't get this certain grade or if I didn't do something there was a reason and that's because that wasn't what I was meant to get and that is okay and I think I think it's again trusting I think it's putting yourself in the best possible position finding balance between working hard it's working hard up to a point where you don't like you can't do any more you can't do any more and that's okay accepting that that's okay accepting you don't need to push yourself any further accepting that you you've tried as hard as you can you have done it you have tried and this is as hard as you can go and if you if it works out then it works out if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out my issue with the whole trusting the process mindset I'm going to do a podcast on the lucky girl syndrome because I think it's really interesting my issue with the whole trusting the process idea is that the idea that you don't have to work hard to get what you want my understanding of manifestation law of attraction I think this is a very like it's personal it's whatever you think but my understanding of it is is that I can attract these great things into my life but I have to open the door for them to be able to get in. I have to work, I can't just rock up to an exam and expect to get the top grade. I have to work hard for it, but by working hard and having a positive mindset and put myself in the best possible position for it, if that makes sense. So I think finding the balance is about putting yourself in the best possible position, bearing in mind that the best possible position also factors in your mental health. It doesn't mean the staying up all night so that you can finish everything and blah, 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 blah. It means finding a balance that makes you able to thrive. I think that's what's important. Okay, I'll do 
two more questions. Oh my God, I've been on this, doing this for 10 minutes. These questions always go so quickly, so quickly. Okay, let me quickly find another one. Okay, final question. Maybe not final question. I think final question because I need to go to bed. But in every friendship group, I never truly fit. Advice for that. I know how you feel. It's been something that I feel like has taken me a while to realise that the, the the advice that I can give you is that you will find the people that you fit in with one day. You will find them at one point in your life. I promise you're going to find people that make you feel incredible. And in every friendship group, you never really feel like you truly fit in. Maybe it means that you haven't met the right people yet. But you are so young and you have met such a small percentage of the what the world has to offer that I promise you, once you spread your wings, once you meet and see and do different things you expose yourself to so many different types of people and you will find the people that you truly fit in with you will find people that love you you will find people that you feel comfortable with you'll find people that you can trust with your entire heart it just takes time it takes time to find these people it takes time to meet the right groups of people okay and often it's not your fault if you live in a small town you go to the same primary school with everyone you go to the same secondary school with everyone everyone goes to the same like university or sixth form or college not university everyone goes to the same like sixth form or college so it's only really once you get to university that you get this opportunity to meet people from totally different environments and you get the chance to find those people. So I think feeling like you never truly fit in, realising that that's not necessarily anything to do with you, it just means you haven't met the right people yet, but the right people are coming, okay? They will come, I promise. Sometimes these things just take time and that's okay. I promise you're not the only one. I promise a lot more people than you think feel like this. I felt like this before, so definitely not on my note, not on your own. And finally, boundaries and relationships. Oh, I feel like this, there's two questions, boundaries and relationships, and would love to hear your take on the whole love being yourself rather than love yourself. And I kind of think they deserve their own podcast episodes each. I think they're really interesting questions, and I want to talk about them in way more detail. Um, than a little question time thing and I am aware it's been 10 minutes already so I need to move on to the new things I've done this week but thank you for all your questions and I think those two could be good episode titles so thank you for the people who provided those ones I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and on to the new things that I've done this week so finally on to the new things that I've done this week which mainly is the new things that I've done this week is going to the gym each morning which I know I know I said I was becoming a gym girl and that was my new aesthetic that I was fully involving myself in and I've done it. I have committed and not gonna lie I feel so much better for it. With ADHD like exercise really helps you focus and it kind of always makes sense now about when like I associated going to the gym in uni I was like I feel so much better when I'm going and I just kind of ignored that and when I was at home I was running a lot and so I was doing other types of sport but like Pilates just wasn't doing it for me it wasn't the amount of sport that I needed like I needed more I'm literally like a child and so that was really good that I started doing that and I feel proud of myself for going and I'm getting stronger and I just it feels good you know like I feel like finding another type of hobby that isn't outside of this as is outside of like the podcast and working has been a really good thing but also I feel like that is the only oh the new thing I started so I, I watched Killer Sally me and Anna are watching that at the moment it's really good would highly recommend it's really interesting I'm only on the first episode but I've really liked how it's filmed it's making me 
I'm getting drawn in, that is for sure. And the other new thing that I've watched this weekend is the, oh, I've watched the Pamela Anderson documentary. She is the loveliest human being ever, ever. She is so lovely. Me and Maisie watched it the other night um, and it was brilliant whilst I was doing my table. And guys, 10 out of 10 would recommend those two things. I know they're not very original. I know everyone's watched them at the moment. Doesn't make them bad to watch. I'm also nearly about to finish Just Just Women. Is that what it's called? Lovely Women? Little Women, that's what it's called. I'm nearly about to finish that and I am excited to finish it because... I have loved reading it. Although my little sister says something sad's going to happen. And I am slightly nervous. I am getting a feeling about what's about to happen. And I am scared. I can't lie. But we're just going to ignore that. So I think going into this new week, the new things that I'm going to try. Yeah, I don't really know. Because this next week is going to be a bit horrific. It's going to be a get through it week. I need to write my assessment and just try and like get through it all. I'm going to record the podcast on Thursday. I'm just going to try and stay on top of everything and just keep going, you know, just keep plodding through. But I hope you all have a lovely weekend. Thank you for listening and make sure that you follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at you've got mail underscore pod. Um, keep, just keep, I would go follow me because new things are coming and I'm excited. I also have a Pinterest account, which I like, I use Pinterest all the time. I love Pinterest. Um, so you can find me on there too if you fancy it. But thank you for listening, if possible. Could you give me a little review? It would massively help me and it means loads more people could find me. And the same with the subscription thing because there's so many of you now. And I feel like if you all told one person, we would get to be so big and that would be so exciting and I would love that. But, you know, I can dream. I can dream. If you all shared it with one person, I'd be so happy. Oh my God, that'd be so exciting. There'd be over a thousand of us listening every week. Be able to do so many things. Oh my god, that would be so incredible. But anyway, sorry, I'm fully getting off track. It's like 20 to 1, and I really need to go to sleep. I was meant to go to sleep so long ago, and I just got into a TikTok wormhole. That app, I need to work out how I'm going to stop spending so much time on it because it is my downfall. It's done my. I feel like when I have loads of work on, I just don't want to go to sleep because I have so much to do tomorrow. I don't want like the new date to start and all the jobs to start, but. I'm really excited to see my dad, so that'd be nice. But anyway, I hope you're okay. I hope you had a lovely week, and I hope you do something that makes you smile this next week. And I will speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. I love you. Bye.